Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Let's get it in and let's get it heard. I got an email here, rickatsportsbyline.com, and um, it's from Jeremy, and it was a very long email, and I appreciate it, but he was talking about money spent on free agents and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I bring it up because he mentions Justin Turner, who a lot of people thought was going to be leaving the Dodgers after running down and coughing COVID on everyone after winning the World Series. But he ended up staying there, two-year contract worth $34 million, and they signed him right when pitchers and catchers were reporting. Remember, it was kind of left late. And he's been their best player. (laughs) He's batting 381, and he leads the team with five home runs. And he's always been a pretty good uh, April player, if you look over the fact uh, of his career. But uh, Turner said, I just feel good. I feel comfortable. I feel good with my work in the cage before the game. I'm not trying to hit a bunch of home runs. I'm just trying to take good at bats, hit balls hard somewhere. And then a couple of them have gone over the fence so far. So that's nice. They might say, why was he going to get the boot? Well, because he was 36 years old. And you kind of feel like we got everything we could out of him. And we got the Dodgers are loaded. You know, one of those teams that spends a lot of money and they have a good farm system. I know. That's like when you get drafted in two sports. It's like you're hogging it. But uh, a lot of people thought he wouldn't be back. And uh, so far, uh, money well spent. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in and get hurt. Wherever you might happen to be listening um, American Forces Radio Network, all over the world. I'm on your side. If you're in the military, stay safe, come home soon. We're proud of you. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app uh, as well. You can listen to us, stream to sportsbyline.com. Go there, click listen live. Social media-wise, you've got us on uh, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook, Twitter at Rick Tittle, and CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable providers. We stream through your TV set. Come on back. 
We need the forklift over here. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Okay, those molds need to be adjusted. The shippers are coming at noon, so we got to get this done. Like at Dennis's plastic startup, to stay flexible, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no copays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. Hmm, making popcorn for movie night? Well, who are you? This is your wake-up call from TrackFoam Wireless. What if every time you tried a new streaming service, you had to buy a new TV? Uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, some wireless companies do that when you switch, make you buy a new phone. Right. But TrackFoam Wireless lets you keep your phone and your number and your network and gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month. Seriously, who are you? This is your wake-up call, people. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Oh, oh, you're burning it. Oh, no. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Joe Gantz. And uh, he's here to talk about his uh, brand-new film, which is out today, corresponding with Earth Day. It's called The Race to Save the World. 
Joe, welcome to the show. The timing, of course, is uh, self-evident, but what was the genesis uh, behind this project when you first started putting it together? Hi, Rick. Thanks for uh, having me on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of putting this together was that a lot of climate change films uh, tell people how bad things are and how much worse they're going to get. And that's a message that you know, in the beginning of people learning about climate change was needed. And now it, that information is sort of in the ether. People know uh, that climate change is already affecting us. It's going to get worse if we don't do something soon. Uh, and I wanted to do a, a film that was more uplifting and more inspiring. And I thought that by following people who are in the trenches doing anything and everything they can to turn this around, who don't who see the danger coming but don't have the option of tuning it out because of how they're wired, uh, that that would be inspiring to people. And uh, so I started this, and um, I managed to find uh, about six or seven really uh, exciting folks from age 15 to 72 that were doing uh, amazing things. You know, I remember being in Paris, a city you know well, in October of 2019, and I was trying to walk to the middle to where the Notre Dame was, the Ile de France, and the bridge was blocked by the, you know, the Greta Thunberg uh, climate change activists, and they were doing that in cities all over the world. We knew about her, so you're, you found some other uh, unsung uh, heroes. You know, they always say, act locally, think globally, and that's what a lot of these, these people do, right? Yeah, and, you know, the thing about these activists is sort of that they're, not that different from anybody else, except that they're taking action. These are not people who are wealthy. They're not connected. Um, when they do their activism, they're, they're sort of putting their careers at risk. They're creating issues in their families because they're spending so much time doing it. And uh, at times they're risking arrest and even going to jail, some of them. Uh, but they sort of can't help but do it because they, uh, they, they need to, to do something. Uh, one person in the film, Miriam, who's 72 and ends up walking across the country from Long Beach, California, to Washington, D.C., she says taking action for her is the antidote for depression, that when she was seeing all the things about the climate and what was coming, uh, she was you know, not doing enough, and she felt, you know, really down about it all. And then once she got involved with a group of people and was just doing everything she could, uh, she felt energized and she felt uplifted. And so I think that's true of a lot of people. And I think, too, um, and by the way, we're speaking with Joe Gantz, the new film, The Race to Save the World, out today for Earth Day. I think a lot of people, too, they'll go on social media, they'll hit like or they'll put some posting up about something that you know, they want to be on the right side of history but in real life, they wouldn't cancel a nail appointment or miss a softball game to do anything about it. And, and that's why I think some people, they feel like they're champions. And it's, it's, it's more visceral to actually see people actually doing something about it instead of just sending out tweets. Yeah, and when you do start doing something, you see that it's exciting. And it's, 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 it just makes you feel a part of something big that, that has huge potential to, uh, to make uh, an, an important change that is going to affect all our kids and grandkids in a positive way, um, I think that uh, 
you know, you hear every day how, uh, you know, there's a storm, there's a drought, there's sea level rising, coral reefs, uh, you know, disappearing. But, you know, when you're just standing on the sidelines, it just gets you down. But when you get in there in the mix and you're doing what you can, I think it's, it's something that's just very energizing and, and, and fun. Yeah, no doubt. And our governor out here in California has already declared a drought emergency, which means we might have another horrific fire season again, knock on wood. Well, how about the administration? I mean, just today we saw Biden in a virtual um, press conference of the White House talk about cutting down greenhouse gases. And, you know, there was China and Russia, you know, listening in. You think about the Paris Accord. Where, where have we gone from the last four years to the new administration? Well, the new administration offers potential that the last administration did not. But I think when you look around, the majority of people in this country know we have a problem with climate change and know that if we don't act soon, it's going to get worse. But the majority of the people in Congress and the Senate uh, are not acting. They're denying it. A lot of them are anti-science. I personally think that they know that this is real and that they're just acting uh, at the behest of some of the fossil fuel industry patrons that they have. So until people get in the street, make their voices heard, and demand change, the politicians are not going to get on board. And Biden, however well-meaning his administration is, can't make these significant fundamental changes without Congress helping. And so we have to make sure that we demand these changes uh, for something significant to happen. What do you think is the next big thing to come? Because we saw really in the 80s and the 90s when they started introducing electric cars very quickly, the oil companies and the motor, the uh, big motor companies squashed that out. Well, now kicking and screaming, they've come in to the world where they have to make uh, electric cars. You know, I think about hairspray, my mom's Aquanet, aerosols are gone to try to help the ozone, but, but what's really the next step? And if you think about a lot of these other countries, third world countries, communist countries, um, the regulations that they have, how much can the United Nations help out? Well, that's a big question, and I'm not sure I'm the perfect person to answer that. Um, I know that the potential is there if we can get the people on board, the, the governments will get on board, Uh, I think there's a grassroots movement that is happening all over the world, and the the citizens are going to be leading the the politicians, and that's the way it has to be, because the financial interests are there for the corporations to drag their feet, and the corporations have a big say in the governments. Uh, There's a moment in the film where Bill, who is head of the kayaktivists, the kayaks that Tried to kept that tried to keep the polar pioneer, which is a a drilling rig for drilling in the Arctic for oil. They tried to keep it from leaving the port of Seattle, and he's talking on the couch with his then uh, 16-year-old daughter, and she says to him, "Dad, um, change is inevitable, and I don't want to fear the future because change is inevitable." And he looks at her and he says, "Yeah, change is inevitable." but are we going to be the authors of that change or the victims of that change? And I think that's what we got to decide now. Very interesting. Last question for you. 
you know, what would you suggest to people who are listening right now and you know, they, they think, well, what can I do? I mean, we already, uh, at least out here in the Bay Area, we're very vehement about recycling and things like that. But, you know, outside of going to a farmer's market and doing little things like that, what can uh, Joe Blow do to help? Well, I think, you know, we've gone through a period where people decide how they make these uh, changes in their personal lives, like changing their light bulbs and recycling and, you know, maybe if they can't afford it, getting an electric car or whatever. But I think now what people have to do is to, is to come down on the right side of history and be a part of the movement to show that we have to make these changes, these fundamental changes in the way we use energy, the way we create energy, and we have to you know, hold the politicians' feet to the fire so that we have a chance of getting this done in the time frame we have. And so that, that means that everyone is going to take the amount of risk they feel comfortable with. You might want to have a blog. You might want to, you know, have a radio show. You might want to make a documentary. Or you might want to get into the street and, and protest. Or you might want to do uh, direct action and civil disobedience. But everyone has to get involved to show that we have no choice but to make these changes now before it's too late so we can create this livable future for our children and grandchildren. That's the Emmy Award-winning director, Joe Gantz. The film out today, virtual cinema. It is called The Race to Save the World. Joe, congratulations on the project, and uh, let's catch up on your next one, man. And if you want to get a ticket, you can go to www theracetosavetheworld.com, and half the ticket price will go to climate organizations that are listed on the website. Well done. Thanks, Joe. We'll talk next time, man. Thank you so much, Rick. Take care. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. we got an open segment. Come on back on Sports Violent. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. 
If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Commando, I tell you. Welcome back to the show. Author Bob Drury will join us in the next segment. This segment is available for your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. And by the way, just a little reminder about Tubatel's heavy-duty cleaning wipes and about how effective they are. And we challenge you to put them to the test on your toughest messes. They're extra large 10 inch by 12 inch heavy duty cleaning wipes. They have over 30,000 five star reviews for a reason. Unlike other wipes, Tubbo Towels literally breaks the bond that holds dirt and grease on a surface to clean just about anything. You can find them in the hand cleaning aisles at O'Reilly, AutoZone, Advance, Napa, and Pep Boys. These wipes aren't just for hands. They may start in the garage, but they tend to end up in the home. And they're proudly made in the USA. Each wipe contains aloe vera, vitamin E, and lanolin. So even though they're tough on messes, they're gentle on hands. And plus, they're not going to go dry because they have a vapor lock lid. That's trademark. It snaps the lid shut on the strong tub. Try squeezing the tub to test the strength. Once again, tub of towels, check it out 
at tubotowels.com, T-U-B-O towels.com. <clears throat> Tell them Rick Tittle sent you and they'll go, what? Who? All right, 1-800-878-PLAY, y'all. Um, <clears throat> so I want to get into some uh, NFL news because the NFL has passed a couple of uh, new rules today. Uh, actually, it was last night. But um, one of them is about jersey numbers. I'll get into that, in, into that in a second. But I think the one that a lot of people don't know about is that we have a new rule to the onside kick. The league tabled the Eagles' proposal of the 4th and 15 alternative to the onside kick. But they have tweaked something that will be experimented with this year. Under the new rule, which has been approved by the owners, the receiving team will be able to have no more than nine players in the so-called setup zone, which is the area between 10 and 15 yards from where the ball is being kicked. In the past, teams usually put 10 or 11 players in the setup zone for the onside kick. So when the league changed the kickoff rules and eliminated a running start on kickoffs, the onside kick success rate fell. So with fewer players now able to go after the ball, the theory is that onside kicks will have a better chance of being recovered by the kicking team. So Art Rooney, who's been on the show, the second, the president of the Steelers, he said, quote, this rule limits the number of guys the receiving team can put up in the box to nine. It's only passed for one year. So we'll see if it makes any difference. But with some of the recent rule changes that have been made, the percentage of onside kicks recovered by the kicking team has really dropped. This is an effort to provide a little better opportunity for the kicking team to recover. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. Onside kicks almost never get recovered. There has to be some scapegoat. There has to be some dummy. There has to be a goat. And goat in the traditional sense of the word. Somebody has to choke. Fumble it, have it bounce off his kneecaps, shin, waist, whatever. If you remove one guy out of that wall, is it going to make a difference? My answer is no, it won't. Nine instead of ten. You actually are putting a guy farther back. That's probably even smarter about recovering the ball. So I don't really see how that makes a difference. But as Rooney said, just one year. It's a trial run. And if everybody likes the new rule at the end of the year, they'll vote it in permanently. And if it works out, um, uh, or if it doesn't work out, they can just scrap it and they could go back to the Eagles' proposal. Their fourth and 15 play. Uh, I'm completely against that, by the way. The whole thing about not having to receive a kick, that's the whole thing about teams with special, you know, just about special teams, you have to be able to catch a punt. You have to be able to catch a kickoff or forget it. Now, the numbers thing, this is pretty huge for me, people who care about numbers. The NFL has had a pretty rigid jersey number restriction since 1973. Certain players were certain numbers. Now, they did have a tweak uh, at a certain point when they started allowing wide receivers to wear numbers in between 10 and 19. Before, 
it was just 80 to 89. <clears throat> but the competition committee voted again, and this was the Chiefs that put in the uh, suggestion for this. I like how you actually can hear what team made the suggestion. So the previous rules, quarterbacks were 1 to 19, running backs 20 to 49, wide receivers and tight ends were 10 to 19 or 80 to 89, offensive linemen were 50 to 79, defensive linemen were 50 to 79 or 90 to 99, linebackers were 40 to 59, 90 to 99, cornerbacks and safeties 20 to 49, kickers, punters 1 to 19. What's different? Well, running backs, tight ends, and wide receivers can now go single digits. They can go 1 to 49, 80 to 89. Linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties get the same treatment. So you will now have single-digit linebackers, corners, and safeties outside of single-digit wide receivers, tight ends, and running backs. So you will see a lot more. <clears throat> I mean, it's funny. In preseason, you would get away with this. Like, if you ever saw a wide receiver wearing number nine, you knew he was going to get cut. That's <laughs> like giving a baseball player 67. We don't think you're going to be around for a while. But when the season started, they had to scrap it. But <clears throat> can you imagine a a middle linebacker being number one. Now, I remember when Brian Erlocker was in college, he was number 11. And it was always funny to see, you know, I remember at the draft before he got drafted, they're showing his highlights. And this is this guy flying over the field, ripping people's faces off because he was number 11. Apparently, he said he wanted to be a quarterback. And so he got that number and then he just liked it and he kept it. But you think about the old days of like the auto grams and stuff like my dad said when he was growing up, the coolest number a quarterback could have was 66 or 55 or 77. Those big double digit numbers. Could you imagine quarterbacks being 66 or 77? I can't either. The number restriction thing uh, is weird. Probably it got the weirdest when they started going with the whole tank top rule, especially in college. This lineman is lining up as a tight end, so he has to cover up his 70 number with 88. It's in a tank top, and then he's going to take it off. They realize very quickly how ludicrous that was to go the, up through that charade. But, you know, <clears throat> here's the thing. If you have a number right now and you want to switch it now with these new rules, um, you will be required to buy out the existing inventory of previous juries from official distributors. Otherwise, if you wait until 2022, you can do it for free. Wow. So that means NFL.com and your team store. How many jerseys do you have that say, you know, Tom Brady 12? Uh, we have uh, 67,000 of those. And they're $200 each. <laughs> well, I want to be number three next year. I want to be like Montana at Notre Dame. All right, we'll buy these up. So we might not see the change immediately. You'll see it with rookies because they don't have to worry about the jerseys already being printed up and made and sewn in and stitched. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back right here on Sports Violent USA.
outdoor experiences could be better. Clearly better. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses. And they're nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Canon sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Canon designs and manufactures are high-performance eyewear to be clearly better than any sunglasses you've tried before. Use the exclusive code CANONCAST15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. Canon. Clearly better. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces 
Radio Network, it's our pleasure to welcome to the show award-winning author Bob Drury. He and uh, Tom Clavin have uh, combined to write a, another very intriguing book, which just came out from St. Martin's Press. It's called Blood and Treasure, Daniel Boone and the Fight for America's First Frontier. Bob, welcome to the show. I'm always fascinated at authors who try to take a new look at something that we sort of feel like we've already covered. But obviously, you have uncovered so much more to Daniel Boone. Tell us a little bit more about how this all got started. Hey, Rick. Good morning, by the way, and thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's start out by dispelling. You talk about myths. Let's dispel a couple myths right off the top. First of all, Daniel Boone did not die at the Alamo. That was Davy Crockett. You mm -hmm. cannot believe how many people confused the two. Similarly, even though Boone was an average-sized man for his era, you know, he was about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, all his cousins on his Welsh mother's side were giants for the time, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4". So he always felt he was short, and he hated coonskin caps. He would never wear a <laughs> coonskin cap because he felt it made him look shorter. I think we could probably blame Walt Disney for this when he cast... You're, you're probably not old enough to remember when he cast Bess Parker as both David oh, yeah. Crockett and Daniel Boone, and I think that's how the two got mixed up in the mind's eye. <laughs> but uh, believe it or not, this book did not start out, and it is not really a biography of, Jan of Daniel Boone. We wanted to write a biography of the era, and Rick, it was a bloody, carnage-filled era. I mean, but as it turns out, when, as we dug deeper and deeper into the contemporaneous research, almost every big moment that occurred, whether it was during the French and Indian War, whether it was during the many, many Indian Wars, Lord Dunmore's War, whether it was during the American Revolution, Daniel Boone seemed to be right in the middle of it. And this is something I had never picked up in my high school history classes or uh, the romanticized version of, version of Daniel Boone. And so we decided to let Boone be our guide through this year. And when I say carnage-filled, I am not kidding. I mean, we got a wonderful review this week in the Wall Street Journal, but the reviewer did think to tag on, this book is not for the faint of heart. I mean, it opens with Boone's 16-year-old son, James, bleeding out from a gut shot in the shadow of the Cumberland Mountain. And he's been, he's been ambushed by a war party of Cherokee, Shawnee, and Delaware, and as he's dying, they are gratuitously plucking his fingernails and his toenails from his body. And then come full circle towards the end of the book, Boone's another son of his, Israel, is dying in his arms. He's, with his dying breaths, he's spewing gouts of blood uh, because he's got a, an Indian musket ball in his heart. So when I, I, I am not exaggerating when one historian called it a whirlwind of blood and carnage, that whole mid to late 18th century. And Boone is right there in the middle of it. And now I will, if you don't mind, if I'm not talking too much, I'll dispel one other myth. Daniel Boone, given he killed his, he fought his share of Indians and he killed his share of Indians, but he went to his grave at the ripe old age of 86, as a matter of fact. He went to his grave detesting the fact that he was already renowned as America's uh, most famous Indian fighter. He did not want to be known as an Indian fighter. He wanted to be a hunter, a pathfinder, an explorer, a pioneer, but he had nothing personal against the Indians, unlike so many others, uh, so many men, of course, of his era. I mean, you got Cotton Mather preaching from the Boston pulpit about uh, exterminating the red sons of Satan, and you even had 
luminaries like Thomas Jefferson, who proposed maybe wiping out every Indian tribe between the Atlantic coast and the Mississippi River to make the uh, land safer settlers. But to answer, this is a very long-winded answer to your question of <laughs> how did we get upon Daniel Boone? He was like the Zelig of his time, or maybe for your younger listeners, the Forrest sure. Gump. Every <laughs> big thing that happened in the French and Indian way, he was just there. He was a teamster on this expedition. He was a guide on that expedition. He saved George Washington's bacon by defeating a, an army on the Western Front during the American Revolution. And there was really no way we could ignore the guy. And luckily for us, we just found troves and troves and troves of contemporaneous research on Boone. And that's always the best kind. Whether you're writing about World War II or uh, Red Cloud's War or the American Revolution, the closer you get to the event and people are writing letters and journals and diaries, that's the best stuff you can get. Now, this sounds great. I read a Hampton Sides book about Kit Carson, who was kind of the same, a, a zealot when it came to that area and that history. A um, couple more questions here for Bob Drury. Blood and Treasure, which the screenplay will be picked up by Sam Peckinpah or Quentin Tarantino, it seems. <laughs> but I think what a lot of people don't understand, too, is that, you know, like in baseball terms, the farthest you could go out west at one time was St. Louis. Well, like for these guys, the Appalachians, I mean, that was sort of a giant wall. Like it was so scary. You mentioned all the different Native American tribes. and You think about the war with the French uh, at that time. What was it like to have these pathfinders actually say, hey, there's lots of land if you're brave enough? Well, this was terra incognito. I mean, there may as well on maps there be dragons here. And by the way, just as an aside, you know, when we... The Blood and Treasure is a quote from Daniel Boone. He lost his two sons. He also lost his brother. And towards the end of his life, he told his first biographer, I've spent a lot of blood and treasure opening up this country. And that's how we got the title. And I called Hampton. And I know Hampton. I called him. I said, Hampton, I know you wrote about Kate Carson in Blood and Thunder. Will it bother you if we entitle our book Blood and Treasure? And he, and he wrote back to me and he said, I have no patent on the word blood, and I have no patent on the word and, and I have no patent on the word treasure. Feel, feel free to go ahead. So, mm -hmm. so, but anyway, to answer your question, this was Terry Incognito, and some people just took to it. Boone took to it. When he was in the forest, he was at home. He couldn't stand me being, uh, being in cities. I mean, when he was young, he was a long hunter, and he would come out after a year, even sometimes two years, with his pack horses filled with beaver pelts and deer skin, and he would go on too. It's frolics, he called them. You know, he'd sell his uh, he'd sell his goods in Philadelphia and go on a three week frolic and lose all his money. That's another thing about Boone. He was not a good businessman. He died poor. He was poor his whole life, and he died poor. But he was at home on the other side of the Appalachians. And also, I must compliment you on your correct pronunciation of that. And when he got over there, and he saw this bounty this arable land, this, these, this pristine rivers teeming with game, and believe it or not, buffalo. Buffalo at the time were roaming Kentucky. I mean, at one point they were roamed as far east as Washington, D.C., where it is now. But when he found this land, and he just he wanted to share it with people. He wanted to share it with his large family and his in-laws, and that brought more people. And, of course, that brought the blood from the title. The land was the treasure, and they paid for it in blood. Very interesting. And, and as you mentioned, 
Boone was involved in, in so many things. But what about guys like Kenton and Herod? These other, why have those names sort of disappeared in history? Well, first of all, Boone outlived them all. If you want to become a legend, it's always good to outlive your rivals. Uh, I, I was talking the other day to uh, uh, Peter Cousins, who is kind of a, he's in that Hampton Sides crowd. He wrote The Earth is Weeping, one of the best books about the Indian Wars of the West. And he said, what would you give to be sitting around a campfire passing a corn liquor jug with Daniel Boone and Simon Kenton and James Harrod? And I'd say, well, I'd give my left pinky. I know that much. But to answer your question, Boone was, even though he has turned into a kind of iconic, mythical figure in American history, Kenton and Harrod and, and other people, Pennsylvanians and people who dealt from Massachusetts, who dealt with the Mohawk tribes, they were kind of localized, whereas Boone was literally all over the place, from Pennsylvania to North Carolina to eastern Tennessee, through the Cumberland Gap into Kentucky, up into the old Northwest Territory, which is Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin. And then finally, he, he was in so much debt, the taxmen were after him, there were warrants out for him, and he said, the hell with this country, I've done so much for this country, and he took up the Spanish offer to settle in Missouri, and that's where he died. Wow, fascinating. What would be, just one last question for you, as you started to go through this book, what would be maybe the the one thing that you that you learned and you thought oh, that can't be true? I know it's you know truth is stranger than fiction, but what was the one thing that might have like really blew your mind about Daniel Boone? Did you ever read The Last of the Mohicans? I didn't I'm read sure. it. No, I just watched it. Well, okay, uh, Michael Mann wrote one. Well, that whole set piece where they rescue uh, the the daughter of the English colonel, mm-hmm. uh, Fenimore Cooper ripped that forty years later from the headlines, because at one point, Daniel Boone's daughter, Jemima, was kidnapped by a mixed war party of Cherokee and Shawnee, and he tracked them, tracked them down with a small posse, killed them all, and rescued his daughter. And that was just like, wow, that, that is stranger than fiction. I mean, I know we don't have much time, Rick, but there's just so many, there's so many stories about, I'll just give you one more, it's a little gory, but his brother, Nettie, looked just like Daniel, his younger brother. They could have been twins. And at one point, they're returning from one of the many Indian wars, and they're hunting. Daniel Boone wounds a bear, goes into the bush to find it, finish it off. And these Indians fall on Nettie. They think he's Daniel. They kill him. They cut his head off. By the time Daniel gets back after hearing the gunshots, he sees them cutting his brother's head off. So, of course, he kills the Indians. But they were cutting the head off because they wanted to go back to the Shawnee town to say they killed the famous Daniel Boone. So that's how well-renowned he was, even in his time, and even among the indigenous peoples of the United States. Amazing that he made it to 86. The book is called Blood and Treasure, Daniel Boone and the Fight for America's First Frontier by our guest Bob Jury, along with Tom Clavin. It is available from St. Martin's Press, wherever good books are sold. Hey, it was great talking to you, Bob, and uh, I can't wait to uh, dive into this book. It sounds really good. Let's let's catch up on your next one. Uh, Rick, thanks. Thanks much. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Oh, we still have another couple hours to go. Coming up in about 15 minutes, Carson Palmer will join us again. The Heisman Trophy winner, Bengals, Raiders, Cardinals. And uh, author Galen White has booked the best little baseball town in the world. It's uh, about 
the uh, minor leagues in the 50s. <clears throat> we'll talk to him as well. Speaking of baseball and Boone's, I mean, you got Madison Bumgarner from Boone, North Carolina. You got the manager of the Yankees, Aaron Boone. Remember Boone Logan, that player? <clears throat> There's some Boone's on there. All right, also, one more thing I wanted to tell you is that the original rust eater is free all deep penetrating oil. Industrial strength free all spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts, freeing them with ease. The three-part formula delivers three times more lubricant. It's, it takes less spray, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil to get the job done. Free oil is also body shop safe, which means it's safe on paint, plastic parts, and is silicone free. After you give it a try, free all deep penetrating oil, we hope you find yourself pleased with the performance. And if you're happy with the product, all we ask is that you tell your friends because you can find free all on the shelves at any AutoZone, O'Reilly, or Napa Auto Parts stores, or at select Walmarts as well. And you might say, Rick, does it work on rusted nuts and bolts, rusty exhaust clamps and brackets, fuel tank removal, seized engines, stuck ball joints, exhaust manifold removal, frozen emergency brake cables, threaded pipe connectors, and rusted machine screws? And I would say, yes, it does. And you might say, okay, but what about brake caliper removal, axle nut remover, rusty pliers and other tools, corroded U-bolts, rusty chains and gears, Frozen muffler and exhaust clamps, pillow blocks, universal rusted joints, rusted locks, and locking, locking mechanisms, and I would say yes as well. It even works on the name I give the cops when they pull me over, Rusty Bed Springs. That's right. Free all deep penetrating oil, the original rust eater. Give it a try today. All right. How's that for a read? And you can uh, give us a try on the other side. Because we have another hour together, Carson Palmer and author Galen White. And your calls right in the middle, too. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back on SportsBot. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Proponents of raising the gas tax and a vehicle miles travel tax are saying it's increasingly unlikely that either tax will be a part of President Biden's massive infrastructure proposal. Administration officials have indicated they would rather raise the corporate tax to pay for their $2.3 trillion package. Senate Republicans say there's no interest in their caucus to pursue the first gas tax increase since 1993. Bitcoin, the world's biggest cryptocurrency, battled back Monday following a 14% crash over the weekend. Some reports have speculated that Bitcoin's drop could possibly be connected to concerns that the U.S. Treasury may crack down on money laundering through digital assets. Nicholas Penny Gertulu with J.P. Morgan on CNBC. It represents a significant challenge here for Bitcoin to sustain its momentum. Despite Bitcoin's drop, many big-name crypto investors are still bullish. 
USA Radio News. Police officer down. It's shocking. The number of cops killed in the line of duty jumped almost 100% last year. Defunding police, stripping them of legal protections, woke culture. It's a dangerous time, but Greg Kelly is fighting back. All this week, Greg's on Newsmax TV with his special series, Cops Under Fire. Greg Kelly exposes the real threat to the police and you. Newsmax TV is standing up for our brave men and women. Watch Cops Under Fire on Greg Kelly tonight. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable company. Get Newsmax TV free on most smart TVs, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube Live. Millions have already downloaded the free Newsmax TV app on their smartphones. Already the fourth highest rated cable news channel in America. Newsmax is real news for real people. House Democrats passed a plan on Wednesday that would make it increasingly difficult for any president to impose a travel ban to protect American citizens. Republican Representative from Ohio, Jim Jordan. Number of illegal immigrants coming into our nation since they've been keeping records. So it is definitely a crisis, definitely chaos. And what do the Democrats do? Last month, they passed two bills that give amnesty to millions of illegal immigrants. I, you, you can't make this stuff up. And then today, today they're going to pass a piece of legislation that takes power away from the commander-in-chief. Titled the No Ban Act, the legislation would limit a president's authority to use travel bans without first consulting Congress and would allow litigation by foreign nationals in the United States who are harmed by such a restriction. As terrible as COVID-19 has been, it's entirely possible that we'll face another pandemic unless we identify how the crisis began. Yet, more than a year after the outbreak, we still have no details on the origins. Only speculation, and that should concern everyone. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. A recent survey, again, affirms what Americans think about expanding the justices on the Supreme Court of the United States. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. A morning consult political survey taken this month nearly mirrors one it took in the fall. It found 45% of Americans want to leave the high court at nine justices and only 26% support expanding it. Republicans overwhelmingly reject expanding the court by 69 to 11%. However, Democrats do favor increasing the number by a 43 to 25% margin. And 47% of independents think they should only have nine justices compared to 17%. President Biden once called the idea of expanding the court a bonehead idea. The TV game show Jeopardy! has announced more guest hosts as producers continue to look at replacing the late Alex Trebek. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau has more. The producers of the game show Jeopardy! have released the final list of guest hosts for the show's 37th season. Good Morning America anchors George Stephanopoulos and Robin Roberts, CNBC host David Faber, Fox sportscaster Joe Buck, and actor LeVar Burton will each take a turn at the podium through this summer. Burton's inclusion comes as a social media campaign push to get him involved with the show. A Change.org petition with over 240,000 signatures was submitted, lobbying for the Reading Rainbow host to receive a slot on the show. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Thanks for listening. I'm Lance Pry, and this is USA Radio News.
We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and uh, welcome back to the program. It's great to have you with us, wherever you are listening. All over the world, coast to coast, and um, that type of thing. It's interesting, I just mentioned the new rule about uh, numbers, and I said, you know, what if Tom Brady wanted to change his number? Uh, Well, Tom Brady doesn't like it. He put out a, a tweet saying, good luck trying to block the right people now. Going to make for a lot of bad football. Hmm. Uh, He says, why not let linemen wear whatever they want to? Why have numbers? Just have colored jerseys. Why not wear the same number? Dumb at NFL at NFL PA. Uh, listen, um... (laughs) If somebody is charging down at you as a quarterback, you want to get out of his way. Um, Every time you throw a ball, all 11 defenders can bat the ball down or intercept it or tackle your guy. Um, I understand that uh, uh, you might think, well, is that a linebacker or a safety? Well, wherever he's lined up is what he's playing at the time. It's, um, It's probably a little bit more confusing Uh, for the broadcasters and the players because the players just see somebody coming at them. You know what I mean? It's like when Brian Urlacher was wearing number 11 and he blitzed the quarterback, did he go, oh no, it's a wide receiver playing defense. What happened? No, he's going to get out of his way. So that's kind of a stupid overreaction, I got to say, Tom. It's, uh, I, I I don't agree. But you're entitled to your opinion, obviously, because uh, you're top rating. Some of us aren't. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Speaking of football, we got Carson Palmer uh, coming in on the other side. And uh, we'll talk to him about that as well. We also have Galen White, the author, talking about uh, minor league baseball in the 50s uh, as well. And around the world on AFN, the number to call one 800 878-PLAY. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. The email address, Rick at sportsbyline.com. Come on back with Carson Paul. 
Finding your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no co-pays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's rexmd.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. To all you do-it-yourselfers, get ready to welcome Fram into the fam. Because America's number one oil filter brand now has their own new line of motor oil and fluids. And it's only at Advance and CarQuest Auto Parts. Stop into Advance and choose from four new Fram oil change bundles starting at just $20.99. They have the oil and filters you need to keep your engine running stronger, longer. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. So much and uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show Carson Palmer, of course, a Heisman Trophy winner and a number one overall pick and Pro Bowl quarterback. He's here on behalf of Level Select CBD, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Carson, the some of the rules that changed yesterday, one of them now is the numbers and uh, DBs and linebackers uh, can wear single digits, and Tom Brady today said that uh, it's going to make for a lot of bad football and we won't know who to block. Uh, your, what are your thoughts as a quarterback? Would that be jarring for you to see linebackers and DBs wearing number three and one? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily that big of a deal. I mean, I think just like anything, 
just like this, this season started off with no fans in the stadium and it was the weirdest thing ever for all these players, and then you just kind of get used to it. So after a certain amount of reps and seeing the middle linebacker wear number two as opposed to you know a 50 number in the past, you know, I, I think everybody will get accustomed to it and it'll be a little awkwardness at first and it'll look a little funky at first, but you'll adapt and, and you'll forget that that was ever a rule change in 2021 a couple years down the line. Yeah. I agree with you. I also wanted to ask you about Joe Burrow. You guys have a lot in common. Heisman, number one overall pick by the Brown family up there in Cincinnati. Uh, as they sit with their pick, they can either have their choice of the, the best left tackle in the draft or the best wide receiver in the draft. For you personally, would you, if you're Joe Burrow, would you rather have the left tackle or would you rather have the wide out? That, that's a great question because one offense, one great offensive line men doesn't make a great offensive line. They need more than just a left tackle. They need two or three guys to come in because Joe, Joe was just getting hit way too much. And unfortunately those hits took their toll and, and one of them took his knee out. So, you know, I think it's so important for these young quarterbacks to be able to step into throws and, and have confidence in the group of offensive linemen that are in front of them. I mean, it goes so far for a young quarterback who's not quite sure of the look he's seeing and playing against a great defense. And, you know, the, that team has two or three great pass rushers and all of that. It just makes it really tough. Even if you do have, you know, A.J. Green at, at, in his prime and Chad Johnson in his prime, it doesn't matter who you got outside. If you can't drop back in the pocket and confidently go through your reads and go through your progressions and then step into the throw when you're trying to deliver it, those guys can be wide open, but when you can't, you can't consistently step into throws, you're not going to be consistently accurate. So I, I think it's super important, um, especially for a young guy like Joe, to, to build that team from the inside out and start up front and, and create a great, a great offensive line through the draft and through free agency. And unfortunately, you know, when you do have the fifth pick and no matter how good that tackle is that's on the board, um, it, you can get distracted and take one of the shiny new toys, you know, Kyle Pitts out of Florida, one of these, one of these weapons, um, Jamar Chase out of LSU, because one tackle, like, like I said, one great offensive lineman does not make a great group. You need more than just that left tackle from Oregon. You need a guard, you need a center, you need a right tackle. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, um, you know, from a fan's perspective and a quarterback's perspective, you always want more speed and more weapons outside. But it doesn't matter who you got outside. If you can't protect the quarterback and he can't step into his throws, it's kind of irrelevant who you have outside. So I think it's a no-brainer all day long. They take a tackle or take um, the best tackle on the board and, and start solidifying that group in front of Joe. I agree with you, but I, I remember as a Raider fan, I thought they did the right thing taking Robert Gallery and passing on Larry Fitzgerald. So it's not an exact science. All right, let's talk about why Level Select CBD is a game changer for you and for the rest of us, Carson. Yeah, I mean, whether you're like myself, you know, a retired athlete, um, you have some bangs and bruises from, from playing high school football or tennis or whatever your sport was, whatever your activity was, um, it's no fun being in, in pain and being uncomfortable. And, and I'm in constant, I'm, I'm constantly uncomfortable. I've got neck and shoulder and elbow and knee issues. And Level Select is, it is uh, something that has been a game changer for me. It's something that's enabled me to continue to 
play catch with my son after school, coach sports, go down to lacrosse practice with my daughter and throw the lacrosse ball around and hike and fish and ski and all the, all the things I want to do. I want to be outside. I, I don't like being inside. I'm happiest when I'm outside. And it's hard to be outside. Even when you're happy because you're outside, if you've got knee pain or, or arthritis or any just little bumps and bruises, uh, it can take that, that enjoyment you get doing activities outside or whatever that activity is that you like to do. Um, and level select CBD is something that has let me enjoy the activities I enjoy doing and, you know, play catch with my, my kids and chase them around the house and whatever, whatever those activities are. It's something that's enabled me to continue to do them and not feel like I'm 65 when I'm actually 41. Um, you know, I, I constantly have issues and level select CBD is something that, that takes the edge off of the pain in my knee and takes the ache out of my neck, helps me sleep better at night and just overall well-being and, and health. Um, it's something that has enabled me to continue my pursuit of being outside and doing activities with my kids. Good stuff. Everybody go to levelselectcbd.com. In fact, if you use the code CARSON, you get 50% off your own order, which is uh, nothing to sneeze at. Carson, thanks for coming on, man, and let's catch up soon, my man. Thanks for having me, Rick. Thanks. All right. Good stuff, Carson Palmer, everybody. And when I went on the, uh, the old Facebook page, and said that uh, I was going to have Carson on again. <clears throat> uh, somebody said, worst trade of all time. Um, or one of the worst trades of all time. Uh, I don't think so. You know, I, I just, I always try to gauge my reaction. Like when I heard Ken Seiko was traded, I was working that game. I wanted to jump out a window. When I heard that Cespedes was traded for John Lester, I literally had to pull over so I didn't run my car into a tree on purpose. But when I woke up that morning and I heard the news that the Raiders got Carson Palmer, I was very excited. <laughs> when I heard it was for two ones or possibly two ones, it's definitely a one and a two at least. I thought, ouch, that's a lot. But I thought, wow, Carson Palmer, the guy's all pro. You know, over it, he goes to the Pro Bowl every year. The Heisman Trophy winner. We don't have guys like that on the Raiders. And so it was right when Al died. And, um, you know, I remember doing a show when Al died and I, Greg Papa called me from Houston and he was crying on the air with me on 95.7 FM. You know, it was very dramatic. Jason Campbell went down. He broke his collarbone. All they had was Kyle Bowler, who was horrible. Gradkowski was hurt. Charlie Fry was hurt. These were the options. And so <clears throat> they, Amy Trask and Hugh Jackson got together. Uh, and Carson Palmer at that time was holding out. He said he'd never play for the Bengals again, and Mike Brown, the owner, said, then you'll never play football again, and Carson Palmer said, cool, all the guys, I got millions in the bank. I'll just lift weights in my garage. In fact, when that trade went down, the Trask and Jackson pulled off, I, and I actually asked Carson about it last time he was on the show. I was at the press conference, and I said, you said you'd be perfectly happy never playing football again. The Raiders gave up a lot to get you, so, you know, I think it's a fair question to ask, how on board are you with this? And he said, 100%. And he was. And if you just look at what he did after he went to Arizona. Remember, his first game with the Raiders, he was told, look, you don't know the offense at all. You've had one practice, literally. Come on in and watch Kyle Bowler. And I said on this show the day before the game, Kyle Bowler is going to throw a pick six on his first pass. And he did. And it wasn't because I'm a soothsayer. It's because... That's how much he stunk 
And so Carson Palmer gets thrown in, and then he throws a couple of picks, and the whole, I was at the game, the whole crowd just starts booing. Boo, Carson Palmer sucks. I'm like, this is already a disaster. Can you let him learn the office? Then he goes to Arizona, and he's a pro bowler again. So I, when that trade went down, I am not putting that in one of the worst trades in history. Look, it didn't work out, but it's not because Carson Palmer sucked. It, it just didn't work out. And was he great with the Raiders? No. But I can think of 10 trades that were worse than that one. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got an open segment. Come on back on Sports Pilot. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers contains the little known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
That's 800-760-1845. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. By the way, I was just watched for the, I don't know, 10th time, but it had been a long time. So I Married an Axe Murderer, San Francisco movie. Um, it's a fun movie, Mike Myers. But, uh, you know, he plays his dad, who's Scottish, and his mom, Large Marge, Brenda Fricker. Uh, anyway, you know, he's always got the Bay City Rollers going, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night. Uh, just seeing today that uh, Les McCune passed away. He's the lead singer for the Bay City Rollers uh, at age 65. So condolences to him and Bay City Roller fans. Email bag, rick at sportsbyline.com. <clears throat> this one is from AC, air conditioning. Have I got one from AC before? I don't know if I remember it was AC. AC says, uh, Rick, what are my Texans going to do with no picks? It is a oil fire. <laughs> I like he says oil fire. That's more Houston, isn't it? Than a dumpster fire. <clears throat> yeah, they don't have a pick till the third round. And then they have um, round four, five, six. Oh, they have a bunch of late picks, but once again, they're they're going to miss the first 66 picks in the draft. And then you think about J.J. Watt signing with Arizona. Then you think about this horrible legal fiasco with Deshaun Watson, which is embarrassing to say the least. But this guy, Nick Casario, they brought him in. And what did he do? He signed, guess how many free agents that Nick Casario has signed? 26 guys who were on other teams last year. And look, they had some needs. <laughs> There's no doubt. But when they get to 67 overall, unless they find a way to trade up, they've just got to go big board here. Who is the best player that hasn't been drafted yet? And I don't even care if it's a punter. That's how uh, weak they are right now. Because if you think about the huge legal implications that Watson is in right now, yeah, he went out and got Tyrod Taylor just in, in case. And we know as long as you don't put a needle in his lungs like the Chargers did, that Tyrod Taylor can at least hold down a fort. He's no top-end guy. He's not a long-term guy. So <clears throat> I can tell you who will be there at, well, should be there at 67. If you're looking for a QB, I think... Uh, Texas A&M's Kellen Mond, who has the strongest arm in the entire draft. You could look at a, a Kyle Trask at Florida, who got Heisman votes. 
And then this intriguing wild card of Davis Mills, who one guy said would be a first-round pick. It's crazy. All right, let's go to the phone lines. We have Frank, who's out in Vegas. What's going on, Frank? I remember back in 2007, I first heard you and said, uh, no politics, uh, nothing but sports. We just do sports here, sports. Um, I'm going to see how true that is. Uh, you remember a guy named David Wells? Yeah, the pitcher. And I, of course, you know, it goes without saying, Kurt Schilling. Do you, did you hear what they said? Well, Kurt Schilling, I know, is uh, kind of a uh, trumper. Yeah. Well, that was. Did I hear what he said today? No. What did he say today? Uh, well, I don't know. It was today. It was a couple of days ago. But he said, oh. uh, David Wells and Schilling both said, uh, baseball is dead to me after the stunt Major League Baseball pulled with the Georgia and pulling the All Star game. From okay. There. Who cares? Uh, Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, if he says, I think this is the greatest decision ever, I back baseball, I would say, who cares? And if he says, I'll never watch it again, I'll say, who cares? Because I don't care what some former player thinks. Why should I? Unless he's like my dad or something. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, well, not to be crass. It's just I don't worry about what other people think about a sport that I love. They can support it or they can hate it. I don't care. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no apology needed. Okay. Uh, did you hear what the country of Japan and the Olympics has put out? Well, they didn't want any foreign fans, and now they're thinking they may not have any fans at all, even if they do have the Olympics. But do you have something more breaking? Yeah, I think I do. Um, they put out that uh, to all uh, contestants, um, any any uh, political apparel of any any and and the the Japanese body of the Olympics will make the decision. Any any type of kneeling, uh, fist, uh, any type of political symbols you will be uh, removed, taken to your hotel room, and you can t catch a flight out whenever you want. Um, but that's what they put out, and I thought that was a beautiful thing. Well, you know, as you said, it's a private event. Uh, they are, um, they are. it's within their rights to make whatever rules they want. You don't have to participate. It's like when Wimbledon said everybody had to wear white. And for years, Andre Agassi refused to go. In his book I read, he said, I was a stupid ass. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, he said, it just made me miss out because I wanted to wear red. But, of course, this is more important. And we think about, you know, the original Mexico City Olympics in 68 with uh, Tommy, uh, with John Carlos and uh, uh, Tommy Smith. You know, the black glove. I guess they just figure that people will come and they, they don't want to deal with any protests and such things, which probably means people will protest even more now. But it's within their rights as a private event to do that. Now, somebody says, well, if they're getting subsidies from the government, I know our government doesn't support our Olympic team. It's all done with donations. So, um, I look, if that's the rules, that's the rules. And if you don't like it, you don't have to go, right? Not right. I, I just I happen to know a, you know a caliber of 
people, then they, some of them uh, think rules don't apply to them. And uh, I'm, I'm curious to see w- which ones are going to try to push the envelope, shall we say. If they're going to, as Agassiz said, if they're going to be that stupid. But uh, well, You know what's funny? The guy, I forgot his name now, but he wrote the book uh, and they made a movie out of him. This guy who was at the Italian kid. He was in the Olympics in Berlin, and then he got shot down in the Pacific, and he was in a Japanese prison camp, whatever. But he, when he was in Berlin, he wanted to take home a swastika flag, and so he climbed up a flagpole, and he pulled it down. And right when he did it, he got arrested, and they didn't want an international incident, so they let him go. And all the papers said, look at this protest, you know, supporting uh, anti-Semitism, and he goes, I was just... I was just trying to take a flag home. I, it had nothing to do, <laughs> had nothing to do with politics. So sometimes these things get misconstrued at the Olympics. Um, I think his name was uh, um, Tony uh, Zampezi or something. And, yeah, uh, something uh, like that. Frank Tagzolano or Vinny Pontevecchio <laughs> or you know uh, Nunzio Gregorio, something like that. Well, the the, the document. Uh, um, uh, oh, Brad Pitt's uh, uh, divorce fight. Uh, uh, I, I can't even think of her name. Um, Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston? Ange- yeah, Angelina and uh, uh, alcoholic dementia there working. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, she made the movie, and it was like the documentary was already done, and it was pretty spectacular what that guy survived in, in, in life uh, uh, in, the, in the Japanese camp. Yeah, and, I forgot uh, she did that movie. Good knowledge there, Frank. Your ankle bracelet didn't affect your brain on that one. Yeah, and I wanted to, uh, <laughs> I wanted to tell you, uh, are you aware that uh, Agassiz's uh, son is uh, pitching for SC? No way! I did not hear that. Well, you think about the his parents are two of the best tennis players of all time. So he's it's good that he picked a different sport, huh? Yeah. Well, I you know I, I thought that was interesting and. Uh, uh, so, but I'm, I'm sure he had the uh, the best tutelage, you know, money could buy. So, I mean, that always helps too. But uh, well, you remember uh, Agassi in Vegas? His dad, who boxed for Iran in the Olympics, he had so much money he would fly Connors in to hit with Agassi. Wow! As I a kid. By the way, I just looked him up. <laughs> Jaden Agassi, the top-ranked third baseman in the state of Nevada. How about that at USC? That's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I found it fascinating. Um, let's see. I, I, I ha- oh, uh, you know, since uh, we, we you had to go to a a, a break or another caller, um, uh, did the Angels improve uh, uh, their pitching? Or w- were they able to? I, I find it. It seems like a situation where nobody's just going to to give. You know, like when the Rams had the greatest team except for Pat Hayden. And there was no free agency back then. I got to talk to Chuck Knox, and he said there was no way in hell anybody was going to give us the key to the Super Bowl. And uh, uh, right. Well, you know, as it, I leave, it, it, I mean, yeah, Shoei Otani, when he's healthy, does well. They added Dylan Bundy and Alex Cobb and Andrew Heaney's healthy again. I don't know about Griffin Canning, but they're off to a good start. And, Frank, thanks for the call, man. Always a pleasure, dude. All right, don't get drunk until afternoon. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
And now today's cleaning tip from Tubitow's Heavy-Duty Cleaning Wipes. Most people are disinfecting more frequently these days. But did you know there's a difference between disinfecting and cleaning? Cleaning is the first step before disinfecting and is needed on a regular basis to remove germs, dirt, and dust from surfaces. Plus, keeping a clean surface helps minimize the growth of future germs. And now a word from Tub of Towels. At Tub of Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants, the... It's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thanks for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, it's our pleasure to welcome to the show author Galen White. 
He has a new book called The Best Little Baseball Town in the World, The Crawley Millers and Minor League Baseball in the 50s. Galen, welcome to the show. Crowley, Louisiana, in the early 50s, had a minor league team that topped the 100,000 mark in attendance for three straight years. Now, you know, the old truth is stranger to fiction, a lot of stories about this, but why was that place, you know, got the nickname as the, uh, you know, the eponymous uh, title and also the Cooperstown of Dixie? What, why was it so popular baseball mad like that? The Crowley Millers uh, were born in 1950. Their first uh, season, they were in the Gulf Coast League, a Class C league. They actually had built their stadium, Miller Stadium, two years earlier. So it's right out of Field of Dreams. Build it and they will come. Uh, in 1951, they moved over to the Evangel League, and that started a three-year streak of 100,000 uh, uh, attendance. And for a town of 12,700, one sports writer did the math and said that was the equivalent of New York Yankees drawing about 80 million fans. Uh, it was a baseball uh, community that had gone without a baseball team, while many other communities had them. And what the Millers did in terms of attendance, they were doing while the rest of minor league baseball was struggling to survive. So the team and the town became one, a family. And that's what led to its great success and to the title of the book, Best Little Baseball Town in the World. The the what they played in the Class C league, but the Evangeline League. Can you just give us a little idea of of some of the other participants in the Evangeline League at that time, please? It uh, the Evangeline League uh, uh, nickname was the Tabasco League, pepper pepper pot, hot sauce. Uh, the games uh, were well. The league was made up of Louisiana towns, not too far from each other, uh, so the road trips were rather short. In fact, the fans often uh, traveled from wherever they lived to the next town. And so th- uh, you had as many fans from an, uh, the other town as you did the hometown. So it was very competitive. Uh, it was established in 1934, and before World War II, it produced some of the greatest uh, minor league players ever, uh, some of the greatest players ever. Uh, Prince Hal Neuhauser, who was in the Hall of Fame, won over 200 games. He played for Alexandria. In fact, he pitched for Alexandria the same year that they had Virgil Fire Trucks, who won 177 games in the majors. Another big name out of the past, Howie Paulette, a pitcher for the Cardinals, came through this league, the new Iberia Cardinals. So, uh, for example, Crowley was just it's just about 20 miles from Lafayette, which had a town, a team, and New Iberia, it's about 30 minutes away. So it was uh, like having several teams in the same area competing with each other. Now, the... Uh... The most famous guy, the slugger, Conklin Merriweather, a lot of people thought that he was going to make it big. And in fact, he received infamy because he killed his uh, in-laws with an axe. (laughs) I hate to chuckle, but what the hell was that all about? Well, uh, he was eccentric from the very beginning. He started out as a pitcher, and he was a pitcher who, when he was getting ready to pitch, coming from the bullpen to the mound, he did cartwheels. So his managers knew he was different at that time. He switched to the outfield in 46. Uh, the Cardinals, uh, he was a power hitter, better hitter than pitcher, obviously, and the Cardinals invited him to spring training in 46. Uh, he was the hit of spring training, but they wanted him to work on his fielding. They wanted to play him at first base, so they sent him to Houston. 
Now, I don't know exactly what happened at Houston, except perhaps he had a nervous breakdown. Uh, it's not real clear. I kind of report what I know in the book. But Conk uh, wound up being diagnosed as being schizophrenic. Uh, he was a strange character while he played baseball. And Crowley, while he was slugging home runs, he was slugging uh, a few of the residents as well. He once uh, slugged a season ticket holder uh, before a game without uh, anybody knowing why. He slugged somebody standing in front of a movie theater once. Nobody knows why. But Conk, after he left baseball in uh, – his last season was 54 and 55 in the Florida Keys. Uh, his mother-in-law and his father-in-law and their son lived with his family. Conk uh, didn't make much money. He was a carpenter at the time. And he went off the deep end and uh, killed his mother-in-law with an axe. And her husband, while trying to stop it, also was killed. Horrible. We're speaking with Galen White about the best little baseball town in the world, the Crowley Millers. Um, the manager... You know, you hear about this guy, Johnny George. He sort of put the team on the map, but it turned out he was a con man. And then he had a heart attack in jail. And I'm picturing a guy like, you know, 68 years old. This guy was 36? 36 years old. Johnny George was a mystery man from the very beginning. He was a player manager. He was a catcher, uh, a fiery guy, a very uh, hot temper. He uh, was very successful in Crowley, and he used the success he had in Crowley to essentially con uh, the baseball people in Tallahassee into thinking that he had a financial plan for a team they were trying to establish in the Florida International League, a Class B League. So he came up with this plan. The baseball people who the Tallahassee folks had looked at it said, hey, this is a great plan. Don't know how he's going to do it, but it looks great. And so Johnny went in there, and he lasted 23 games. His record at the end of that time was, two wins, 21 losses. So he was run out of town. They eventually found out uh, some of the shenanigans he pulled. He didn't have another gig in baseball except uh, semi-pro as a, as a player. In uh, 1956, uh, he was in a Birmingham jail awaiting trial for embezzlement, and he died of a heart attack. He was 36 years old. That's crazy. I know the Evangelical League, League had its own gambling scandal right after World War II, fixing some playoff games dealing with some bookies in new orleans there's also a story i don't know how it got pulled off but a guy was able to bet on a horse that had already won what was that they, all about they, well they pulled it off by changing the clock <laughs> somebody got in there changed it. uh you know it, 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 the book reads like a novel it's in fact it's the only baseball book i know of with a biscuit recipe because crowley had a greyhound bus station they had the best biscuits between New Orleans and Houston, and so it was as popular as the Millers. So I, we published the uh, biscuit recipe. Uh, like I say, it reads like a novel. You had uh, at the end the, the, the Millers and the Evangelique. The way it ended was Hurricane Audrey, Audrey uh, blew through the area, destroyed the ballparks, and uh, that was the end of the Millers as well as uh, as the Evangelique. But uh, the book reads like a novel. Uh, there's things in there that I couldn't make up if I wanted to, Rick. Uh, it's, uh, you know, there in 1951, they had a young center fielder named Andy Strong, 23 years old. The next day was father's day. He was to go pick up his wife and six month old son and drive him to Crowley for the rest of the season. He was batting over 300 at the time. He was standing in the center field, a bolt of lightning hit him and killed him. Uh, I tell the story through the eyes of the, uh, the man who called the game, the voice of the Millers, Ed Kime. Ed lived to be, uh, age 92. So when I interviewed him in 2013, he recreated all this for me as if he was in the broadcast booth. 
it is the most compelling chapter in the book. It is something that uh, will send chills down your spine when you read how Ed describes what he saw took place on the field. Wow, that's absolutely extraordinary. And also, they didn't. The Evangeline League did not um, completely integrate the same time MLB did. It was in the fifties. And what happened where they integrated, and then a couple years later, they decided to kick black players out? One of them was Felipe Alou. Right. So 1954, uh, Tony Taylor and two other Cubans, Tony was from Cuba, and Tony went on to have great success in the majors with the Cubs, the Phillies. He was a good buddy of Dick Allen, as well as the Detroit Tigers. Well, Tony uh, uh, really was a central player. He broke the color barrier in this league, and there weren't any problems. In fact, attendance among black fans doubled. Uh, But in 56, Baton Rouge had a new ballpark owned by the city, and they had a a rule that no black players could participate in any games in that ballpark. Well, that created trouble for Lafayette, uh, who had uh, 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 two black players in their team, and the Lake Charles team, which had three, including Philippe Alou. Now, they tried to, uh, when they were sent out of the league, they tried to spin it differently. They said that Philippe wasn't good enough to play Class C ball. Well, we both know that he was a pretty good player, and he went on to have a great major league career, both as a player and a manager. And, of course, uh, the Alou brothers, Philippe, Jesus, and uh, Matty, playing in the outfield for the first time, first time uh, in San Francisco, and the first time any uh, brothers uh, made up an entire outfield. That's extraordinary. Um... I could ask you a million questions about this book, but um, Babe Ruth, it, there's always a story about his barnstorming days. He, in fact, did come through Crowley at one point. Is that right? 1921 St. Patrick's Day. Uh, he came through with the Yankees. They were playing an exhibition game against the Indianapolis Farm Club, which uh, trained here in Crowley. While he was here, it was a big event, obviously. Uh, he saw a nine-story bank building in town, which is still here. And he commented on how it takes grit uh, to be a successful city. And he said Crowley had grit, and I would have to agree with that. But uh, Babe uh, visited the Opera House, which has been built in 1904, has since been restored, a magnificent place. And he signed the, the dressing room wall, and they showed a movie about him at the theater. And so, yes, Babe Ruth came through here in 1921. And just as amazing was in 1959, JFK and Jackie, uh, uh, he had not declared for uh, running for president yet, but he came here in October 59. 90,000 people filled this downtown street to listen to him and Jackie. Jackie stole the show. She gave her entire speech in French. Wow, that is really cool. Everybody has to pick up this book. It's available from Roman and Littlefield Press. It's called The Best Little Baseball Town in the World, the Crowley Millers and Minor League Baseball in the 1950s. We've been speaking with the author, Galen White, and you can go to his website, galenwhitebaseball.com, to find out uh, more of his work as well. Galen, congratulations on this book. This sounds like a, a real keeper, and uh, we look forward to having you on again soon. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate it. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Spotlight.
attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. Tittle beats his servants. I doubt. A quick email. 
Chrissy said, uh, Rick, why did you tell Frank that it's good that the young Agassiz boy picked a different sport than tennis? Um, well, when your mother was one of the greatest champions of all time, Steffi Graf, and your dad was also a great champion, I don't know, it's just hard to live up to sometimes. And if you're really good, then, by the way, yeah, he's the number one third baseman out of the state of Nevada. As Frank said, he's pitching. He's uh, so far on the season, as I look at the SC website, he's one and one with a 6.19 ERA. Remember the uh, Pac-12 and college baseball in general, uh, these games are usually like <clears throat> the A's game yesterday, 13 to 12. By the way, just looking at their website as well. USC baseball is sponsored by United Airlines, Coca-Cola, and Honda. I think St. Mary's College Baseball is sponsored by Mountain Mikes of Moraga. <laughs> I remember when the Sharks first started, they had these ads all over the uh, Cow Palace. It said um, Carlos and Alma's. It was like a restaurant in San Jose. <laughs> it was so minor league. And I, hey, I, if you're Alma, that's great. Thanks for supporting the Sharks in the early days. But yeah, you just wonder about, you know, a school like SC with literally money to burn. It's funny, if you go on that campus like I did some years ago, and you know, you're basically in South Central and you're there at Figueroa and some of these tough streets, and you know, you got these upside down supermarket carts and cars on fire and trash and then you walk across the street and, and USC it's like it's like Oz when the movie turns to color every blade of grass is the exact same length it is the most pristine and they know they call it the University of Spoiled Children <clears throat> for a good reason but uh, yeah so if you're interested Jaden Agassi six foot three Freshman out of Palos Verde High School in Las Vegas, Nevada, 6'3", 195. And you might say, oh, it's pretty tall. Well, his mom was tall for a lady. And I actually met Andre Agassi once. I'm 6'2", and he looked me right in the eye. I know he looked super short on TV, but he actually wasn't. All right. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time for another edition of Titillating Sports. We don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.